Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today, I'm so happy to be back with my authority gang. And we have been having an amazing time together, learning about each other, masterminding with each other, and focusing on helping each other build our businesses. And I love doing these podcast segments every single month. So today, we're going to be talking about visibility. And that is one of the main keys, in the beginning at least, to really becoming that authority in your niche. Like once you've built authority, you're so visible everywhere. I mean, you just keep doing what you're doing. But in the beginning, visibility has to be intentional. And I'm really looking forward to today's discussion because we're going to come at it from so many angles. We have Crystal Duku, our social media specialist. I know with Samantha, when I first met her, we met at an, at an in-person networking meeting, mm-hmm. but I was so impressed. She was so visible. She had her booth. She was standing there. I had to go talk to her because I, she was just so visible. You know, out of all the other vendors in that room, she was the one that caught my attention. And then, of course, we have Carol Boston, the queen of Reframe, who does so many Facebook Lives. I'm surprised that the queen hasn't seen her yet uh-huh. on Facebook. So welcome to the podcast, ladies. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. So as we start today, I would love to hear everybody's initial thoughts on the importance of visibility in terms of building your business. Um, I'll hop in. Mm-hmm. Maybe the people who are listening don't know, but this gang assigned me to be the Facebook queen. Um, I, I used to say I didn't want to have a Facebook group and I didn't want to be on Facebook because I was building my business. How? Face to face, right? Before COVID, I'm the shake your hand, give you a hug girl. And COVID really forced me to make a major you know, change in what I was doing. One of the people I've learned from is Suzanne Evans. She's very, very well known, you know, multimillionaire in this business. And she made over $2 million in six months on Facebook lives. Mm-hmm. And she said it used to be get, get known, get liked, get trusted. Right. She said, now it's, it's be seen, be known, get paid. So that was a big part of my impetus in doing a lot of Facebook lives. And so I think visibility, I've learned um, that visibility is critical. Um, I have clients in other countries now that I would have never had before trying to grow my business face to face. Um, and one last quick thing I'll say, and, and let somebody else chime in. I was listening to somebody's Facebook live. I don't know, back in November, December, I was having lunch. I didn't know the guest speaker, never heard of the guest speaker. And about six of us were on Zoom. Everybody else was on Facebook Live. And the guest speaker said, can we go around the Zoom room and have people introduce themselves? So when I said, my name is Carol Boston, before I could say anything else, the speaker leaned in and she goes, oh, 
you're the queen of reframe. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, oh my gosh, right? <laughs> and then she goes, you use those empowering questions. And I'm thinking, where has she heard me? So I asked her, I said, where did, have I talked to you? Do I know you? She goes, no, I heard you on uh, Trish Grimes interview, which was like back in October. So I learned the power of that, that two and a half months later, this lady remembered me. So I think it's, I think it's critical. Yes. I think one of the things when we talk about visibility is, you know, and, and I, I think it might've been you guys, I was talking about this with earlier this week is we tend to go the route of I'm going to create my own opportunities for visibility. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to create my own podcasts or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And I, I think it, it comes from, it's a lot of work, first of all. And, and Kim, you can say, you, you can chime in here to have your own podcast or to have your own Amen. podcast, right? <laughs> and, you know, I think that it comes from a point where it's because, you know, people feel more comfortable. It's easier to just do it myself than put myself out there and get on other people's podcasts. And Carol, with your, um, with your, I guess, taking up Facebook lives in the last, you know, like 90 days or so, um, maybe even longer, you've really, you put yourself out there, you have people on your platform, but you are also, you know, utilizing other people's platforms, right? And that's how you met this, this initial, this person was that you were on someone else's live. And when we're trying to be visible in our business, you know, it's important that we're doing that, that we're getting out in front of other people's audiences, right? Our audience needs to be highly engaged, but we need to get out in front of other people's audiences. That's why people will say, you know, run, run Facebook ads, run Google, run Google ads, like do all of these things because it gets you out in front of other people's audiences. But paid ads are, are a great piece of the, the strategy as Crystal can attest to, but it's not the only piece when it comes to getting visible. It also means putting yourself out there at, which can be very scary and very uncomfortable, putting yourself out there and pitching other people's platforms right? Even if they don't go live regularly, even if they're not like Carol, you could still reach out to somebody that you know has a great Facebook presence or a great Instagram presence and say, hey, I'd love to do a live with you on X, Y, and Z, right? And what's in it for them? Yeah. And I just to, to chime into that, I completely agree with that showing up, showing up consistently. Mm-hmm. So you can't say, oh, I'm going to show up once a month and here I am. Because in a month, people will forget you, right? In this in this day and age, especially in these times, there's so much information and content that's being in front of people's face that you have to make sure that you're consistently in front of someone's face and not just in front of them saying who you are and this is what I do, but in front of their face, bringing value. That's why it works. Like, And, and the three of you guys you know, you can see it because you guys show up in other people's platforms. You show up consistently. You talk about your products, but most importantly, you're bringing a lot of value. You always bring a lot of value to your audience. So it sticks with them. That's why, you know, when that woman, Carol, spoke to you, she said, Queen of, because your message resonated with her. And I think that's one of the keys to being visible is just making sure that you're showing up, but you're showing up consistently with a message that is going to provide value and leave something with your audience. Because then when you when you take advantage of others' platforms and your platforms and mm-hmm. and getting out of there in different audience, your message then becomes what what is this person going to take away um, mm-hmm. from me? And I think I think those are the three factors you have to really think about when you 
want to get visible. I not a visible. Like I was like, oh, let me go my business, but from behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But I had to put myself out there, as Sam said, and then getting involved in a lot of networking events. And like Kim, like I, I, I met you from. I met all of you guys from online networking mm-hmm. events which have become so much easier part to participate in in these times. But that's a, another way that you get so visible when you get into these events and you say, you know what, I'm going to go in there and meet and connect with other people that are looking to do the same thing that I'm doing, which is grow my business and help other people along the way. And, you know, one of the things that I feel in terms of visibility is you have to have your short-term plan and you have to have your long-term plan. So, you know, Samantha talked about, you know, having how having your own platform is hard. Yeah, and I agree. It, it is hard. But Not for easy. me, having my own platform is the long game. Uh-huh. Right? Because ultimately, uh, when you have your own platform and you're in control of that, you're building your own audience. Yeah, And I think that's important, but it's not the short-term game. It's, it's not something that, you know, you're going to do now and instantly reap the rewards of. You know, for me, my podcast, you know, is that five to 10 year long-term game plan in terms of building my visibility, building my authority, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I totally agree with you, Samantha, that especially in the beginning, I'm not saying don't build your own platform. I think that should be in your plan. Maybe not at the beginning, but I think as you start to gain visibility, having your own platform is important. But really, you know, in the beginning, you, you've got to use other people's platforms. One of the other things I was thinking about I'd, I'd love to discuss is how do you start presenting yourself visibly? Because I think there's a lot of key factors. I think for me, one of the big things in the beginning about gaining that visibility is really having that core marketing message down. Because when you're visible, you have to be confident. Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, when you know who you are, when you know who you serve, and when you know how you serve them, then when you do present yourself, you, you come across confident. And, and Carol, I remember last year, you were playing around with a lot of your wording, playing around with who you were, you know, who do you serve and how do you serve them? And we were all helping you with wording and you're getting feedback. But I remember when you first said to me, the queen of reframe, and you lit up, you lit right up. And I thought, that's it. That's it. Because you have to be able to own it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes time right? So it doesn't always instantly come. The extraordinary word ninja did not come to me overnight and I didn't start out that way. But, you know, when the moment was right, it came and I'm like, yeah, I can own that. I can own the extraordinary word ninja, right? So let's let's talk about that. Like, you know, when you're in those first stages of gaining visibility, what are the key elements that that an entrepreneur needs? One of the things I think it was Carol I was talking to this about, um, you know, you do need to be consistent in your messaging. I mean, a confused mind will not buy, right? A confused mind will not follow. They won't because they don't get it, right? They just don't understand what it is that you do. And that's why when you're hopping around all the time and, and when we first get started, we do, we all tend to like hop around and play with different things. And I think as our brand grows, we might spend time playing with different things and, and workshop, workshopping, you know, workshopping, I say in quotation marks, but you know, the workshopping different things, but we need to be as clear as possible. So it's not just about showing up consistently. It's about showing, it's about having a consistent message, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things I always say is 
keep it simple. So like, even though, you know, Kim, you went out and you have a catchy title, you figured out something that's very catchy. Carol has done the same thing. You guys have really catchy titles that stick in your brain. They're, they're relevant titles. You know, they're not, they're not ones we're seeing. What we're seeing now is, and I'm seeing it with the service providers that I help is they're coming up with titles that are, that, you know, leave people going, what, I don't even know what that means. Right. Like sometimes something that's super catchy and super fun, you know, uh, even something like I'm a creator of joy. What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Right. And maybe if, if you have your brand on par, then people get that. Right. Just like I understand when you say the extraordinary word ninja, Kim, will you publish books? Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Because it's very clear. You're very clear on this is what I do. It's the same with with Carol, you know, queen of reframe. It's very clear about what she does, the empowering questions, the mindset, the leadership training, the leadership that she does, helping everybody and, and, and a few good men, right? Become the lioness and, lion and lions that they were meant to be. Like, I get it. I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. But if your brand isn't on part and you haven't kept point and you haven't shown up consistently and your messaging isn't clear and consistent, those fun titles get lost. Right. Because joy, especially with, and I'm thinking joy for whatever reason, maybe because there's the uh, inside out toy on, on my desk here for joy. But, you know, and that's just part of my life is with children. But, you know, it's, I, I think like joy is such a, such a conceptual term that it's like, well, what is, like, what does that mean? I'm a joy creator or I'm a joy coach or like, what is that? What is that? I always stop and go, what does that mean? Mm. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's what you want. Right. The, the point is you got to be strategic, right? You got to be intentional when you're getting visible and, and what kind of visibility is good visibility. Remember how they used to say like even bad press is still press, Yep. right? That to me, you know, you have to decide if that's what you want, right? Do you want somebody who's always in trouble or do you, do you want to have the good press, right? I'm sure Robert, if we look at like a career like Robert Downey Jr., you know, had some real bad press in the 90s. And he probably enjoys the press he gets now from being Iron Man a lot better. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little bit of a different tact. It's not that I disagree. Mm -hmm. But when I jumped in, I believe you got to just show up. I didn't have a message. Kim just said it was really clear. I didn't have a message. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a title. I was fumbling with what my brand was, but I showed up. And so one of the things I help my clients with, and that. That's why my Facebook live show is called Courage to Confidence, right? Mm -hmm. I had enough courage to show up and then I, yeah. gained, I gained the confidence. And I think if you will be, do that and be willing to accept feedback from people that you trust, not just critics, like I, yeah. trust, I trusted you guys. I'm yeah, like, yeah. give me feedback, right? And, you know, Crystal is my social media VA who handles all that. And sometimes she'll just say, no, 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 show up like this, right? Say it yeah. like this, do it like this. And because yeah. I trust you, I can do that. And that's led to me. Just like COVID has led me to becoming the queen of reframe. I don't believe I would have found that or not found it as quickly if I was still doing everything face to face. So I think um, showing up and, and having the exposure and just saying, here I am, this is who I am in your authenticity mm -hmm. and looking for feedback from a peer group that you trust will help you then create and step into that brand and that consistent message. Yeah, because that's how we all do it. Like, I think this idea that I can't, I started my business and I knew what my brand was and I knew what my title was. I knew it all. Like, 
Yeah, if, so. if somebody's telling you that they're lying, we all came out and we all workshopped and we all tried different things. And, you know, like the, the most important thing was the consistency to try the consistency to be vulnerable with, I think, you know, Carol, you're hundred percent right. Not with like the trolls on your Instagram feed, but with people who actually understand your business, understand your mission, understand what you're trying to do, you know, get that trusted group. And then to, to not be afraid to, to try things out, take that feedback and, and try, and then try something new, yeah. right? We well, can't it's a get journey. attached. Yeah. You can't get, you're not married to anything. And when right. I was live with you this week, Carol, we talked about that. Like you're not married to anything. Try it out. You yes. know, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to do the wrong things. We just have to make sure that, you know, we, we do have people who we trust, who we can talk to about it. And we are assessing kind of what's going on. And if you make a really bad mistake, you know, make an apology that you can stand behind, right? Like it's, this is life. It's part of business ownership. And, and it's definitely part of the journey when becoming visible. Yeah. Well, I was actually talking to somebody this week. I was doing a little bit of coaching with a, a person and I, I described it like a tree. You know, it grows, it changes in the beginning. It doesn't have deep roots. It's kind of finding its spot, right? It's thin, it's not thick, right? And that, that's kind of what it's like in the beginning. You're trying new things. You're kind of branching out your roots a little bit, seeing where the water is, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Crystal can attest to this. Marketing at its core is testing and mm-hmm. seeing what works. I mean, I was a few, I was a couple of years in before I came up with the extraordinary word ninja, mm-hmm. and it didn't happen overnight. I was thinking about what I wanted to call myself. Now, when the actual title came, it came suddenly. Mm-hmm. It was like this moment of clarity. Mm-hmm. But it took me two two and a half years of testing different things to get that one moment of clarity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. uh, uh, Crystal, I'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> no, I I completely. I mean, there's. There's snippets. It's so, you know, you, everything I agree with what Carol said, I agree with Sam said, I agree with you, with what you said is that because it's all testing different things. And the most important thing is that what may work for one person may not necessarily work for you. So that's why you have to try and see what works. Like I remember when I had first started this and I like, I, I first started my business. I was like, wait, I, I I have no idea. You know, someone said, you're really good at this. Why don't you help people? And I was like, okay. But then I remember talking about it. I would, I would talk about it. But then when I started to get a lot more, okay, I need to figure out how to get my name out there. I partnered up with someone and guess what? We ran workshops. Mm-hmm. So we, we want, we, we, this was pre, pre COVID. We would run workshops for small business owners in Trinidad mm-hmm. and a fun network event. So now that's how we picked up, like I picked up a following that three years later, they still follow me and they still know she is the social media girl. And then there was one time where I'm like, we, we did say, figure out what your core message is. And then what your core message is, something you could just take one chunk and speak on one, one topic. Like Carol, you talk on empowering questions. You know what your whole message is, but you take one piece, which is empowering questions, and you talk to that. And then people get to know you like that. Like with LinkedIn, when I first started off trying to um, actually do a showing up to do talks, I would focus on LinkedIn, even though I did do all the other platforms. And I think just from there, and you, you, you start to put that one big root down, then you feel like you have, okay, I have a little sturdy hold here. 
then let me try other different talks as well. And and because that because you know what, you meet one group that needs that one specific message that you're taking out and then you build up another audience there and then you start. Well, this I also do this and this and this. Now, Crystal, can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. after the workshop and cause I, cause I say, you know, like it's not that, and I'm not saying you don't have to create your own platform. If you want to create your own podcast, like go ahead. I just think it should be, it's one piece of the bigger visibility puzzle. Right. Yeah. But you know, you were saying you started your own pot, you started to do your own workshops and you created a following. I think the most important thing when it comes to our own platforms, our own activities is what's the intention behind it. And also like, what did you do afterwards? Cause I can host a workshop and you know, I'm a former teacher. I know people are going to learn. I'm pretty quirky. So they're going to have fun and they're going to make connections. Right. But it's what you do after that, that so, creates the following. So did you have like, like, and you don't have to tell me exactly what you did, but did you have a plan for that? So we, the plan was because I was actually in Trinidad for a long time mm-hmm. and I've always been about wanting to um, to help. So from the, the goal of going into specifically that workshop was specifically for people that may not be able to afford one-on-one services, mm-hmm. let's help them, but let's make it fun mm-hmm. and let's bring all people that may benefit from helping each other together in one area. So my co-leader and I, she did one portion and I did one portion, we would present these topics and we would call it dinner and dialogues. And -hmm. we would have dinner and dialogues every month where we would come, she and I would teach something that would help them with their business. And then we would have an hour of drinks, food, networking, and all of that would be included in the price. And then they would be, they would connect and they can actually see how they can even fuse their business together. So Hmm. she got a client or two out of it. I did as well, because when they needed that social media uh, person, they were like, well, I trust you because you've already given us so much value. So it wasn't like a direct the goal of that networking was really just to help the entrepreneurs in Trinidad which get accustomed to building their business on social media. And then just easily even the way you did it, but even the yeah. way you did it was very community oriented in that, yeah. you know, yeah. there was dinner, there was like, we go to, we go to meet and connect. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can see yeah. how that would work after. Yeah. I just, I always, I'm always, you know, I always say to people, what are you going to do next? Like if you've had a conversation with me or you've heard, or you've heard me with one of my clients, it's very much about, okay, this is great. What do we want them to do next? Because you're here to help your clients. There's a reason you're here. They're on a journey. They've said, Hey, you, right? Like for Kim, your clients are like, Hey, Hey, you, I need help with my book because a book is going to help me. A book is a great marketing tool. It's going to help me, you know, figure out my messaging. If that's what you're struggling with, like nothing like writing a book, right? There's a beginning <laughs> and a middle and an end. And it's going to help me get it. It's another way to help me get out there. Cause I actually don't, I did run with a title for years and I, I actually don't like, I don't, people will say to me, what do you do? And I tell them like who I help and how I do it. Um, but I don't go with, I'm this person or that person because I'm, I help people create, you know, I help service providers package their experience into online products, specifically courses. Cause I'm a teacher. That's what I do. Right. And so I don't necessarily, it kind of comes out that way rather than I'm the extraordinary word ninja. And so I think this is a great conversation because we all have different approaches to it which I think is the way it is. That's the way everybody would say if you got any four people in a room. And I don't think there's any one way that's right. No. 
Yeah. You know, if you're not comfortable having that title, you know, yeah. I was very comfortable with having the title. I could own it. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you can't own that title, mm-hmm. and don't have it's not your thing. thing. It'll yeah. actually hinder your visibility as opposed to helping your visibility. Don't pick up one that somebody gave you if it's not yours, right? I don't have to, you know, I, and I think Carol, you've talked to this before that people will say, well, come on in and talk about sales because you're a very successful salesperson. But if that's not your title and that doesn't work for you, you don't have to step into that role. We'll talk about that. The The lady who produced the book that I was in that with the other 15 women, she kept telling me that the title of my talk was how to become a professional athlete in your business, because I used to be a professional athlete. And often I'm guilty of acquiescing to someone who I think is knows more, been in the business longer, whatever. Yeah. So while I was frustrated and it felt kind of pushed on me, I said yes for less than 24 hours. And I got up the next day and I said, sent her a message. I said, I don't care if you needed a title yesterday. That title doesn't work for me. I am the queen of reframe. This is what I do. This is what my talk's going to be about. And I gave her this long message, right? She gets up the next morning. She goes, okay, now listen, when you listen to what happened though, Mm -hmm. the very next day, she says, we have to re-record your interview. I said, really? She said, yeah, there were sound problems with it. Okay. So on that Sunday, we get on the Zoom or whatever to re-record and she goes, I can't figure it out. And I said, what? And she said, you're the only one out of 16 whose recording wasn't right. And then she goes, I guess now we can talk about the queen of reframe. Think about that. Mine was the only one that didn't work because I said, no, 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 this is who I am. Even if people around me don't like it or don't want to believe it. So there's power in that. And I, so I agree with Kim. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's okay because it's your brand. You have to control the messaging. It's okay to say like, yeah, that doesn't work. Or, you know, if you're trying something out and then that doesn't work and you start trying something new, that's okay too, because it's all part of the process, Mm -hmm. but go with what I think one of the biggest things is that, you know, Carol, you went with what was aligned with you in the moment you said yes. And then you went back and went, yeah, no, that doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. Does not. You know, just because I'm committed to, just because I said yes yesterday, I'm not married to this. I can get out. (laughs) Right. I'm done. And one of the things I always like to say, especially when I'm teaching someone with their with their LinkedIn, like let your personality shine through. Yeah. Right. As like let your personality shine through. Like because sometimes we get so caught up in reading all these marketing stuff and how to be Mm -hmm. visible by listening to someone else that we try to imitate someone else and our personality which is what people connect with and what people, especially mm-hmm. when you're in a service-based industry, people are going to buy from you, right? Not necessarily they want to buy from you because let's be honest, there are a lot of people that are offering what we offer. So what, yes. what sets us apart? It's us, right? So it's like, I always say, as like, well, as you're planning out everything and you're trying, you have to see what suits your personality and what fits better, what comes from the heart mm-hmm. and and able to find a way to bring that into your messaging. Don't shy away from your personality. Mm-hmm. So ladies, we only got a few minutes left here. So what would be the one thing you would recommend to someone who's trying to gain more, most visibility? What would be, in your opinion, the best first step? I would say get into action. Mm-hmm. You've just got to take the next step wherever it is. Reach out, take the initiative to connect to somebody. Um, I'm in another group of women and the woman who leads it in December, I 
my uh, one of the things I was proud of in December, right before New Year's, is that this month of January, I had either booked a Facebook Live on my page or somebody else's page or a podcast every business day of the month, except three, because I'm in an intensive training. Now, this is a woman who she gets paid to speak. And she said to me, well, a lot of people are afraid to do that, Carol. How did you do that? And I said, I just initiated a conversation. It's just, let's have a conversation and see if we're in alignment. We can help each other get exposure. And what I realized is that I was the one that always doing the initiating. So I would encourage you, do the initiating. That's the piece of getting into action. You can't wait for someone big or small, known or well, not well-known, to reach out to you because they don't know who you are because you're not visible yet. So take that first step and get into action. Basically pay your dues. Done is better than yeah. perfect. Don't wait till your message That's is right. perfect. Don't wait. Till, yeah, your brand is perfect. Done is better than perfect. Yes. And I, I think when it's like, because to me, I always say, what action should I be taking? Who should I be approaching? I always say, Find people who serve the same clients as you, but don't do what you do, right? I mean, every single one of us probably could say, yeah, we have clients that I could refer here, here, and here, right? Because we found people who serve the same clients as us, but don't do what we do, right? So really, you know, when you're like, oh yeah, take action. I want to do that. Get myself out there because I think, you know, if you're not doing that, then what's the point? And no matter how great your plan is or your strategy is, right? So who are you reaching out to? You're reaching out to people who are serving the same clients as you, but not doing what you do. And that's how you're getting out there and, 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 and reaching out to them and pitching them. Of course, I always say pitch them with the what's in it for them, right? Not only are you going to be free content for them to get on their platform, but how else are you going to show up and help their audience, right? So that would be, that would be my advice. My advice, you know, agreeing with Carol is get into action. Just you have to take that step, whatever that step is, whatever that first step is that you're getting into business, whether it is walking into a networking room virtually and introducing yourself, or whether it is starting up your social media pages and starting to generate your con, whatever it is, you have to get into action. You have to move. You can't wait. I need to make it perfect and write out a big detail step-by-step business plan because guess what? You'll be doing that for the rest of your life without a movement. Get into action. One step, even if it's a baby step, is still a step forward. And I think for me, like all the things you, you guys said were, were important, were amazing and, and absolutely true. I think the biggest thing for me is the fact that things are going to grow and change. But you won't have those moments of clarity. You won't figure out, like the person I was talking to, you know, was kind of stuck. And I'm like, you won't figure it out until you just get out there and do it. He's like, but I've got to figure it out ahead of time. I said, you won't. (laughs) You won't. You know, it's like marketing. You will not figure this all out until you actually go out there and put yourself out there and get visible and get clients and figure out who you want to work with and figure out how you want to work with them. And most importantly, figure out who you do not want to work with, right? So, yeah. And all these things, it's like paying your dues. All these things you don't figure out until you're actually out there doing it, experiencing it. And so don't try to get everything first. I started out as a ghostwriter, just earning some extra money. You know, I didn't start out with a plan to become a publisher. Uh, We had to replace two cars and my son was getting married. There was a lot of money going out the door. I needed more money coming in. So start ghostwriting. Right. I didn't yeah. know that now six, about almost five and a half years in, you know, that I would have this successful publishing company. Mm-hmm. It evolved. It changed. You know, at first I was doing everything and then I, I scaled down. I niched down. When I niched down, that was when I finally 
started to see, you know, some real growth. So Samantha, I know today we're going to focus in on you. You've got something special that you want to give the audience. Yes, very much. So as I said, I help service providers create, uh, I help them create products that run without them. And we do that by packaging their expertise. And so today I have an awesome, and this is, by the way, a great way to be visible too, is to to do the Oprah thing. Uh, You get get an opt-in, you get an opt-in, right? So the download I have for everybody today is my four-step process for coming up with your first digital product idea. So this guide is going to not only talk to you about the process that I work with my clients on to coming up with this first digital product, and this is a paid digital product, not an opt-in or a lead magnet as we sometimes call it. And it also includes examples. What are some examples of, of different products that you could come up with? So I'm going to make sure that you have that in the show notes, Ken, the link to download that and get in there and take advantage of it. Because I think now is the time. And, and Carol, I said this to you when we talked on Tuesday, we are now being asked to repeat or evolve. And many, many of the service providers that I'm working with and many of the people in your audience, Kim, are looking for ways to go online with products that run without them and, and evolve into this new reality because things are different and they don't seem to be going back to normal anytime soon. No, that's very true. So thank you, ladies. This has been Crystal Duku, Samantha King, Carol Boston, and Kim Thompson-Pinder as the Authority Gang on the Author to Authority podcast. Make sure that you take advantage of Samantha's wonderful offer today. And we will see you all on the very next episode. Bye now. Bye. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.